It's a beautiful thing, man. Music is a beautiful thing. All right. Music is a beautiful thing. Man. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, baby. It's a beautiful thing. Let me tell you something about music. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, let's do it. Sometimes I wish I took a simpler route Instead of having demons that's as big as my house mm-hmm. Have a ball with it dribble and bounce Cause a party ain't over till they're kicking me out Yeah, Isn't it funny we can make a lot of money Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly yeah. I was yay high and muddy Looking for what was looking for me But I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind, yeah She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high cause her angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more I know I take it if it's mine, now I'm staying inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more I know what's behind that door Okay, they ask me what I'm smiling for, yeah Because I never felt this high before like I've never been alive before yeah. I'd rather have me peace of mind than war You see me and you, we ain't that different I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging Takes some time to finish, mind my business A life ain't a life till you live it I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own With these arms I can carry you home Right here when you're scared and alone You don't never gotta worry I ain't never in a hurry Even when it's 7.30 and the time is running low When your heart get cold 
See what's behind all them unturned stones And I'm a pro when it come to my job But really I'm just trying to start believing in God yeah. Now when it gets hard I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm Because I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind And she don't cry no more Tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly And I ain't asking why no more I know I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Okay, I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind And she don't cry no more Tell me that I get her high Cause her angel's supposed to fly And I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you all. Appreciate you guys for listening. Listen to the record if you feel so inclined, and uh, have a great day. Welcome to season two of Up in the Mix, the podcast. We're back, baby. Coming in hot. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nah, Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. This is, uh, I wasn't prepared, but this is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Photo, a.k.a. The Poppy with the Dad Body, which uh, it's official now. I'm a poppy. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the honey badger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. Oh. Yeah, Jake over oh. here looking at me all weird. I came in hot as fuck. You guys are fucking oh, yeah, killing the yeah, momentum. Yeah. 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 No. All right, picking it, it back up. Uh, <laughs> Jake's off now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Guppy. Hey, what up? Jake. <laughs> up in the mix, season two. Yeah. Coming in, uh, that was Mac Miller's 2009 mm-hmm. RIP to Mac Miller. We're big fans of him here. Came in with that live version of a uh, 2009 from his uh, tiny desk. Oh yeah, you love that one. Dude, it's so fucking fire! Mm-hmm. Like, how does it not get you? How, especially it's... listening to it, you know. After now that he's dead, R.I.P. Man, like, yeah. uh, he just he's like one of the artists who kept getting better, better and better. The last two albums like were so good, so insightful, so like personal. It's gone too soon. Yeah. Seems yeah. like they're all going out the same way too. Doesn't matter if you're young or old, they're all going out. It's because they all go like to go 110. You know, it happens. When you live like on the edge, you can't hold it. 
Something's got to give. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's self, usually life. That's self-medication, though, you know. It's mm-hmm. a thin line to walk. Yeah. But uh, even when yeah. you got a doctor doing it, you're still, still going to get you. Salutes to uh, Mac Miller. That, mm-hmm. like, Caesar, you're the one that put me on to him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, I'd listened to him, and I just, until Feminine Divine just wasn't convinced that he was mm-hmm. ever going to be, like. Yeah, and, like, when he was younger, like, obviously, like, that mixtape that he was, like, selling in Pittsburgh out of the trunk and, like, one of like the first to um like without a record deal go platinum and stuff like that and as a little kid and it was like him and his homies do doing it and like nike's on my feet it's my jam obviously um but and um he just got better like when he was younger it was just like getting high, hanging out with the homies you know like talking about yeah, girls. He, like, he learned to play music he mm-hmm. learned to produce he learned, you know, he became an artist where he wasn't just like out mm-hmm. there fucking around. And like, I love the song 21 and over. It's like uh, Sean P, Mac Miller and terminology, you know, and like Sean P doesn't do shit with nobody. He only the people he fucks with. Mm-hmm. And then when he told Static, he's Static's like, well, who do you want on this? And he was like, I want that little Mac Miller. And then he was like, what? You know, like out of left field. And if Sean P respects you and wants you on the track, like. That means you good. Definitely the cosign there. So, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Mac Miller. We had to get, talk about that right off the bat because uh, that happened right after we went off the air. Right but after, yeah. Welcome into season two, listeners. Uh, thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, we are back with new more takes. Fuego, more uh, fuego. Exactly. More of the same, but just up in the mix. Ear. Yeah. Talking shit and having fun and getting a little sauced up at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, Jake, how was how was your break? It's been a while. What's, what's, yeah. what's good? The break was good. Went on vacation up to Oregon. Yeah, the Northwest, the beautiful yeah. Northwest. Yep, yep. Saw some sights, did some things. Um, went into Portland. Portland was fun. Saw some family. Portland's always Traveled fun. Traveled around. The wineries up mm-hmm. there are a lot of fun. Definitely had a lot of tastings. Mm-hmm. Did you um, go to the strip club like I told you? We uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to... Sassies. Shout out to <laughs> Sassies. You don't know about Sassies in Portland. In P-Town, you fucking up. Yep, so definitely took an Uber over there. Uh, so that was, yeah, good times. Good it times. Was, it was, yeah. Like uh, Caesar's more excited than you. Yeah, look at his face right now. Yeah, like Caesar, Rad, and I always go there every time we're in Portland. We have to make a stop at Sassy's. And Portland, a uh, little fact: they got more strip clubs per capita than anywhere else in the United States of America. I believe we have talked about that before. Yes, and uh, yeah, Portland, like being a stripper is like a career. Like here, strike that. I believe Caesar's talked about this before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, out there is like being a stripper is a career. Like still here, like in Reno, they're like, oh, like I'm just doing it to like make ends meet or like whatever, you know. And like, but over there they talk about it as like, yeah, no, like my friend told me, and like boom, and talk to girls that've been stripping like ten years, you know, like, and they do well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have nothing yep. to say. To yeah. that. Caesar's knowledge of strippers. Make sure you have singles before you go in. Yeah, Caesar. How was your tr- How was your break, Caesar? Uh, my break. I went to <laughs> London. I went across the pond, uh, you know, to visit the old country. Uh, salute to my friend Tom out there for uh, showing me a good time. Uh, we definitely had a lot. We packed. I was there for a week. I saw him for like three or four days, and we definitely packed in a lot of hood rat shit. You, you had you had so many black and grays coming out of 
yeah, London it's just, on it's, the gram and everything. It's so awesome. Like, uh, just heavy brick and like everyone like looks stylish. Everyone looks good, you know? And it was beautiful. And I caught like the last bit of summer. Like it wasn't even cloudy. It didn't even rain. And just that tail end of summer, everyone's still wilding out. Like I'd go, you know, central London and there's people in suits just like, you know, 11 o'clock drinking pints. And I was like, this is my shit. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm living in the wrong place. And like just people in suits having like a little lunch, pints, some uh, appetizers and then back to work. Warm pints. Um, I would have warm pints. I like uh, I like stuff out of the cast. Gotcha. Mm hmm. How they're meant to be served. Yes. And then I also went to a football match. I went to go see Arsenal play. You know, like I did the whole uh, everything. You were a hooligan, huh? Yeah. And it's weird because out there they don't allow drinks in the stands. So you have to like drink it in like the mezzanine and stuff like that. So like halftime, it is packed and everyone is just pounding ciders because like cider is like the they have. They have a lot of three, four percent beers, but the cider was like six and everyone was just pounding ciders, like six ciders in like 20 minutes. Catch, catch that ABV. Yeah. Always looking for the ABV. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was weird. Bang like, for your buck, man. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. But definitely fun. Like spent a, lo- a lot of money too much when it's all play. Um, I did a lot of things. It was good. And I was late and then I had to stay an extra day. <laughs> Shucks. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was good. Awesome, like, Thai food. Awesome, like, uh, Turkish food. Like, I just, I ate a lot. Partied, nice. partied a lot. <laughs> yep, get it out. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Sean? Uh, the break is nice. It's been nice not, you know, as much as I love doing this, it was nice not having to do it for a while. Mm-hmm, a little relaxed. Yeah, so, uh, and then I also had fall break. Oh, yeah, so, you were uh, chilling hard. Yeah, uh, my homie Ryan Sluice just moved back into town. From, he just got out of the army after 13 years, so kicked it with him. Hung out with the, uh, you know, caught up with people. Did some brunches, did some lunches. <laughs> <laughs> and then of yeah. course we went to uh, social. Salutes to uh, Mike Moberly, Rachel Little Gray. Mm-hmm. Went to their wedding. That, their uh, wedding. It was good last week. week. That was uh, yeah, the end of break, fall break. Yeah, salute to you guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Hashtag Michael cried. <laughs> there was a lot of former guests there and uh, we we all mm-hmm. were getting down to the get down have a good time everybody was boogieing uh it was it was a blast it was like it rained a little bit and it was like made everyone go inside a little earlier and got the party started earlier so it was nice i have to say shout out to jillian if she's listening never really hug out with you mm-hmm. much or hung talk to you at home <laughs> But we had a great time on the dance floor. Yeah. She knew the words to every song. She knows how to cut a rug. Yeah. She was out on the dance floor. And Tim, Mr. Woods with the speech of the year. Oh, yeah. I got a little thug tear. Yeah. Um, he definitely did. He should have been last. There was weird speeches, which I like because it's very funny. <laughs> and then, awkward. Uh, awkward. Even like the bride noticed and kind of like cut somebody off a little early. <laughs> And then, like, another girl did, like, a weird speech, too. She, like, quoted poetry, and, like, and she was awkward in general, and that was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, there, was, there was a lot of stuff going on. Wedding <laughs> too, season. Too much, yeah. As someone who's been in a lot of weddings, giving a lot of speeches, mm-hmm. never make it about you. No, and they always No one do. cares who you are. Why are you, like, don't make it about you. No make it about the bride and groom. Yes. The reason people are there. Dude, You're a facilitator. You're not the yeah. star. Tim did awesome. And Tim though. was like Dwayne Wade, Alley Oop, and LeBron James. It was great. Like mm-hmm. he even brought out a little uh 
easel yeah so podium a podium to, to hold the- and i got <clears throat> pictures of him he looks like a cult leader <laughs> so oh. it's pretty good he sat there wait he did his teacher move mm-hmm. sat there waited just for stood there after he was ready till everyone stopped talking and mm-hmm. quieted down yeah it was it was just good. taking control <laughs> He, he it's knew, how you take he control of people. Doing. You know, it's always, you know, as a teacher, it's always impressive to see someone, you know, use their soft <laughs> power to command the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, he didn't go up there and make a big noise yelling or anything. He did it, you know, as an alpha shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, he, dude, it was so good. Like, it was great. It was I can't great. I can't say enough I was about blown away by the speech. how good the speech was. He wrote it on paper, triple OG. Rain's good luck, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yes. they're they're gonna make it forever, so we already knew. So that was our breaks. Um, to start off the show, <laughs> salutes to Sea Salt Brad. Salutes to Sea Salt Brad. This is to you. Um, we were uh, at public house. <laughs> public house on Friday, getting lost in the sauce, and he asked me this question, and it was like, "Should you call women exotic?" And mm. I was like, "Hmm." No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't really use that word. The only, it should only be used for locales, animals, and dancers. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what about cars? I was like, nope, not even sports cars either. So um, long story short, I was just like, quoted the office where mm-hmm. Michael asked Rashida Jones' character, like, ooh, you're so beautiful. You're, you're exotic. Was your dad a GI? It's <laughs> like, it's not... Sorry, dude. Like, I wouldn't ever do that. That's I not feel, my move. I feel like a very old man says that still. Yeah. It's like one of those, you know, like always using appropriately. <laughs> and it's an old man with uh, the shitty new I was like, it's not like you. calling an Asian person oriental. It's, it's like close. just a step below that, <laughs> like on the racism scale. <laughs> it's definitely... Uh, so, so when we were previously discussing, I, I think I have a more scientific approach to it now. It's uh, oh, science. Okay. There's an adjective form and there's a noun form. Adjective originating if you're describing something for foreign. Noun is a plant or an animal. So, mm. if you're using it as a noun, I mean, do either of those uh, work? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, salty. I tried. <laughs> sea salt taking the L. <laughs> and I was like, look, oh. dude. Look, I was like, I'm not saying you're racist. Stop getting so sensitive. I don't care about this at all. It's just <laughs> something I would never do. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if you do do it, you might expect it to not be received the way you intended to. And yeah. I'm just telling you that so you're not surprised later. Yeah, I don't think that's in my vocabulary. No. I don't think I use that I don't, word. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't use that word, exotic at all. Like, Definitely not to describe cars or women. Mm-hmm. I'd be like exotic dancer mm-hmm. to try and be classy instead of saying stripper. Every time exotic dancer, it'd uh, probably be in quotes. Yeah, exotic dancer. The exotic dancer. <laughs> I go back to uh, Independence Day when it's like, oh, oh yeah, you're you're a, you're a dancer, classical, and she's like exotic. exotic. <laughs> exactly. But then she became a doctor in the second one, so you know, salutes to you, baby. <laughs> She did what all strippers try to do. <laughs> it's it's juicy salt. I love you <laughs> for bringing up this debate. It also uh, it, it delved into weirder things from there. I bet, I'm not gonna I go into it. it. So, but yeah. uh, Megan salutes to uh, Megatron. She was there. Mm-hmm. Liz was there, and uh, Coley. So salutes to you guys. We were all had a lively uh, debate. Loss of the sauce on Friday night. Yeah, I wish I was there, but uh, I was maxing and relaxing. Been too busy. <laughs> Shooting some b-ball outside of school. <laughs> yeah. 
Told a couple of guys we're up to no good. Anyways, uh, what's up next? Our petty move of the week. Ooh, this one is awesome. So in Turkey, uh, the U.S. Embassy, the street it's on, they changed it to Martin uh, or Malcolm X Avenue. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, they did that just to piss some people off. Yeah, because they're already fighting a little bit over... You know, some titty tatty stuff. And then they're like, oh, let's uh, let's do a little that bit is, of this. That is the definition of petty. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely had a good laugh when I was reading the article. This is Malcolm mm-hmm. X Avenue in the middle of the, you know, super nice Tur- Tur- USNBC. Tur- yeah. Turkish, yeah. Yeah, it's Turkey taking a shot at the... Uh, the administration over the fraught relations right now. Fraught. So yeah. they're uh, they're changing street names out Excellent there. They're, word. They're, we're yep. Excellent word. What yeah. city is that in? Ankara or something? Angora? I don't know. Ankara. 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 Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. First guess. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're a teacher. Jeopardy. <laughs> My geography knowledge on point. What? Ah! Me. Dude, speaking of that too, out there in London. Every time I'm saying I'm from Reno, Nevada, they're like, oh, is that close to Las Vegas? And I'm like, no, I'm closer to San Francisco than I am to Las Vegas. Nobody knows. No one. England's even smaller than like the East Coast. People Mm. don't know about vast distances of the (laughs) open American West. Nope. No idea. (laughs) And it's like the same thing. My homeboy, Tom, my mate, he's uh, from Australia, and they think they could fly into Sydney and then like... They'll hop, skip, and a jump all the way to right. like the other side of the. Like, visit no, the Outback like for lunch. Hour yeah, and it's just like yeah, Australia's as big as America. Might be a little bit bigger, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Nobody knows. They don't. Mm-mm. They don't. Re- uh, I thought you guys were smarter out there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got, I got, I, I got annoyed of all the geographical conversations. I always had. just say, yeah, if if an eight-hour drive is close. We're yeah. right. We're right next to each other. Yeah, we're in the same right. state, eight mm-hmm. hours away. No big deal. Yeah, eh. especially like what's England? Like what's the size of England? Jake? Yeah. No, let's not guess. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was going. to It's yeah. small though. Yeah. I mean, geographically, mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire island. Are we including like the UK no, let's, or Wales? Let's not, Just, let's all right, not get into this. All right, <laughs> we're over this. World news. <laughs> world, world news. We all saw a bromance. On television with uh, oh my God. Mr. West. Whose man's is this? Yes. And uh, Trumpito. The culture Con- The culture is mad. Kanye, what the fuck? First of all, mm-hmm. if you're still out here defending this dude, like, you're tripping so hard. And, but what's going to get me mad? Everyone's, still, everyone's pissed at him, but they're still going to buy Yeezys. They're still going to buy those shitty... And call his shitty trucks, albums you know. good. Mm-hmm. His shitty music, good. Yeah, come on, people. That uh, I don't know if you guys seen it. But... Hopefully, you all <laughs> saw that meeting with Kanye West mm. and Donald Trump with the new uh, the new KKK hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like oh my god, it's uh, when like... he started talking about like time travel, mm. and I was like, what the fuck is this? You think you think Scientology is next in his thing? Like, why do you, like, why is this a big, de- that's how race, it's like all the Republicans are like, look, look, we got a black dude on our side. See, we're cool. We're, we're cool. We're, we're not racist. You guys like him, right? 
He know he's cool. We're cool. We're everyone's good here. Yeah, Come but, vote for us. But that's like saying like I have a black friend. Yeah, you know that's what it was. It's like the political equivalent of this. Like right before the midterms, mm-hmm. then he goes to Cleveland and asks black people to vote for him. Like oh, okay, like we you know I got the fucking message. Like we're all voting for for fucking Trump now because we all think alike. Yeah, all of us just do the same thing. <laughs> like, oh, um, we're, we're voting for Trump now. Kanye said that. Dude, cool, got it. They hugged each other. They. uh Kanye was saying something where like his favorite superhero is Superman <laughs> and he was like he's making people like like heroes like superheroes and it definitely hurt hurt my heart. Obama was right about Kanye. <laughs> right? Everyone's uh, like, yeah, Obama called Kanye a talented jackass. <laughs> Trump's up here like, look everyone, look at my black friend that's very cool. Look how cool I am. And they hugged. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, was, Lots of L's are taken. Uh, <laughs> the, the culture is like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. Just, <laughs> I don't know what was worse: Mac Miller dying or Kanye West meeting with fucking Trump. <laughs> God damn, uh, is, it's too many bads. <laughs> but what, what's next on the list? Jake? <laughs> oh, the Kavanaugh hearings yeah. went down while we were gone. Like this fucking <laughs> motherfucker. Like ah, uh, yeah, like bear. <laughs> what somebody give me a can of water <laughs> check out if you haven't heard it check out the snl skit mm-hmm. with matt damon as a as a fucking brett Kavanaugh. snl has a uh trumpedo kanye west meeting one. Too. Oh, that's right yes mm-hmm. we got yeah snl's been on point lately killing it with these uh well like it's easy <laughs> like not it's not hard to make skits about this shit it's not it's not a new formula i mean Mm -hmm. they make fun of all the presidents yeah right but like this shit is extra i mean Mm -hmm. all the supreme court that so it's so over the top you know it's because of the response they get but like it's not that far from how over top it is in real life. <laughs> yeah. This isn't Watergate where people are like breaking into stuff and like having clandestine meetings where like all these secrets are discussed. This is a fucking nominee for the U.S. Supreme Court fucking going after sitting senators when they ask him a question yeah. about his sexual assault. Like, <laughs> have you ever been drunk, senator? Like, who the fuck does he think? Like, that dude definitely did that shit. It's not like you saw his testimony. You're like... Oh, that dude's hella cool. All the <laughs> shit's lies about him. Yeah. Uh, and there's even, uh, there's like a a witch. Witches in Brooklyn are going to put a hex on him. And it's like in the newspaper. And they send out event bright invitations. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He should not be making decisions over other people's lives if no. he isn't in control of his own. So. <laughs> God damn. Like, that guy looks... Like a fucking the dude that you hated in college, the, the, <laughs> every eighties villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. if there's a movie like that guy's definitely that guy's definitely the villain in like some ski ski movie. I was gonna say he's challenging. <laughs> he's challenging the, the cool snowboarder. Lifty. He's yeah. the rich preppy. Yeah, he's the rich preppy skier. Like, don't look at my girl. The snowboarders. <laughs> don't look at my girl. I'll break you down. Yeah, I I feel like uh um. It could be one of Blades, Wesley Snipes, like villain, like from Drop Zone. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely yeah. got that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gary Busey's son. Uh, like, he's yeah, got yeah. that. He's definitely got that kind of crazy vibe in him. Like mm-hmm. that dude did fucked up shit in college. Yeah. Like look who? Like just as 
You know they did fucked up shit because of the nicknames they have for each other. You're just like, <laughs> you know he got that doing some fucking weird ass sh- shit. If you just read his yearbook entries, you're like, this kid is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Even judging him as a kid, as a child, uh, yeah, you're a jackass. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good t- good and if stuff. like if you if you can relate to his experiences, you're a fucking jackass too. Right. <laughs> like, if you're like, oh, that sounds like my college. I, you know, like oh, yeah. we got mm-hmm. girls drunk, you know, and fucking trapped them in rooms and shit. Like hey, people will be deciding yeah. about you. You shouldn't be making decisions <laughs> about people. That's yeah. that mother takes one to know one, right? Yeah. He's so bad that like to uh, Sotomayor and Kagan, like filed concerns about him joining the Supreme Court. It's the first time sitting Supreme Court uh, have, like, made notes about someone oncoming joining them. And Chief Justice Roberts has, like, ordered an investigation into him. Already. Yeah. Dang. Hmm. Like, I don't know what's going to happen or what, but it's just like... How effective are those these days? Yeah. I'm starting to lose faith in that word. Investigation. (laughs) Yeah. He... He also wrote like the questions. I didn't even hear about this till this week. Uh, during like <clears throat> all the Clinton and Monica Lewinsky stuff in the nineties, Kavanaugh was writing the questions that Ken Starr was asking. All the fucking weird ass sexual questions Clinton got asked. Kavanaugh was the one that wrote those. Hmm. Hmm. He's skull and bones. Yeah. Yeah. He also used to work for George Bush people, but somehow I'm telling you is on the Supreme Court, which is not supposed bones. to be political. This dude definitely was worked for the Republicans in power and then now he's on hmm hmm something fishy out there. This is why yeah. you need to vote, people. Mm-hmm. And then uh speaking of midterms, you had something on the fake contributions. Oh the midterm elections yeah. is getting heated. My brother Shannon uh, lives down in uh, out, just outside of Phoenix and he sent these crazy fucking ads that they were getting like calling like the saying the Democrat running was like let rapists out of prison and shit, just like outright lies. And then what did you find like they were doing? Well, just the title on the Washington Post is self-described communists tried to donate to a Democrat. They were actually GOP activists. So they're dressing up now and pretending to be other people and running around into other facilities, into other camps and uh, trying to get them in trouble so they're f- fraudulently creating f- situations of fraud, essentially. So they, they pretended <clears throat> they made up fake names, went into the Democratic office, this was in Arizona too, and tried to donate money to the party. Someone recognized them and like did some investigating, then showed up at the GOP offices and the dudes were there. Yeah, they showed up at the GOP to turn the donation back over to them, and they said, no, we have no idea who that is who those people are and the person giving the donation back pointed to the guys and were like, Oh, it was them. So they were literally in the <laughs> mm-hmm. office of the GOP, like caught red handed. Like you were the guys that came and donated us money and said, you gave us these names. You said you were these communists. You said you wanted a receipt and the email had to be, the receipt had to be emailed. And it's just, it's on the Washington post. It's just, this is out of control right now. What these guys are going to all new low levels. They're doing whatever yeah. they can not to lose to yeah. keep power. It's fucking, yeah. And people don't think like they all these voter ID things. It's evil. Like they don't want people to vote. They just they want to cheat. All they care about is power, 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 power. Ah, 
But uh, actually, it's for the sad. midterms, go vote. Fuck. Get yeah. out there and vote, people. Just, just vote. vote. It's important. It's important. Like <clears throat> a lot of local things are up. Yeah, even like local local stuff's more important. Sample you know, ballots are out. You. Start reading them. There's mm-hmm. lots of good info. That's yes. uh, that's the most trusted source right now. Don't trust the internet. Don't trust your Facebook friends. Read that piece of paper. Do those sample ballots. Yeah. and go vote. It's on paper. You should. Uh, it's not digital. Grab I know it. you're, it's going to be more complicated than a meme or video or. Yeah. Remember you know, when like we if, used ve- magazines in the bathroom? We yeah. Had magazines. Put your uh. sample ballot there. Put your phone down. <laughs> I don't do whatever my, it takes. I don't take my phone into the bathroom ever. Respect. Oh, like, I, you are I, I you that. are on another level. That's just it's too. It's too dangerous. There's too many bad things that can go wrong. I have a Bluetooth speaker in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. The phone, though, is always in my room. Never take it in there. Nice. I, I don't know how popular of a, yeah. of a stance that is. It's uh, probably not popular. Yeah. That's why it's right, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard. Uh, yeah, I definitely go down the social media like while well, I'm in the toilet. <laughs> Just, I'll be there Bring for your a while. sample ballot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Just everyone's sitting on their phones, sitting on the toilet. Yeah. I'm sorry. Going down the social media hole as yeah, you put other stuff on. in the hole. <laughs> come on. You can be be better than that, people. Mm. Up in the mix instead. Be better than that. Leave your uh, phone outside the bathroom. Damn, that was a tangent. Yeah. Well, well, that was uh, good. Uh, what are we on? Song of the week now? We're we doing my song. It is your song of the week. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Well, uh, my song is uh, <laughs> that was that was good. My song of the week is the uh, Bank Robbers by uh, Collaborate, and because uh, Collaborate's coming to Reno next week, or yeah, yeah this Friday. this coming up week. Jub Jubs? Uh, I don't know exactly. I can't remember. If it's at Jub I probably won't go. But <laughs> um, but yeah, good. We played them before on the radio show, so just listen and enjoy. It's beautiful. Came back from this hiatus. I'm not high, so I'm gonna try to just actually feel it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. My daddy was a bank robber. Bank robber. Taught me how to get money. Get money. I don't wanna hurt nobody. Yeah. I just love to live this way. My daddy was a bank robber. Bank robber. Taught me how to get money. Get money. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. Yeah, I just love to live this way, ayy I've been out here low riding, low riding Hanging out with nobody, nobody Cause I got my own problems, own problems I'm young and black with no college, no college But fuck them cause the streets is where I graduate Mama gon' congratulate Tell me that she love me but I gotta make it out this place Niggas die here every day Or they get stuck working jobs Caleb get your own job and get your own space like Tom Get the Nero like Robin, get a black girl too And make sure you don't forget what your daddy used to do Never be like them niggas and they'll wanna be you And don't fuck with no hoes that don't do shit but hey, look my cute. daddy was a bank robber Taught me how to get money, get money I don't wanna hurt nobody, yeah I just love to live this way My daddy was a bank robber, bank robber Taught me how to get money, get money But I don't wanna hurt nobody, yeah I just love to live this way My daddy was a bank robber You keep it rolling, yeah Said my daddy was a bank robber 
Fuck Donald Trump, I don't care, he ain't my president Nigga, I ain't scared of shit, nigga, you can't tell him shit What's the point of hiding, just be honest for the hell of it I know my truth gon' set me free, so tell it, look Yeah, I watch porno, I'm gone as fuck, still ain't got no dough I'm living with my auntie, I ain't got no hoes I beat my dick sometimes when she don't answer my calls I'm self-conscious about my size and how I look with clothes on But I'm still cold as frozone when I spit this oxycodone Cause I admit that I ain't shit and everybody follows To make it big in this world, you can't be in your Sorrows. Fuck what happened yesterday, you could blow up tomorrow If you keep your eyes on the prize at night Said my daddy back in high school when I was right Now I'm recognizing, god damn that nigga was right I think it was right <laughs> Yeah, my daddy was a bank robber, bank robber Taught me how to get money, get money Said I ain't trying to hurt nobody Yeah, I just love to live this way My daddy was a bank robber, bank robber Taught me how to get money, get money I ain't tryna hurt nobody Yeah, I just love to live this way My daddy was a bank robber Daddy was a bank robber. Yeah. Oh, that was a fire. This jam right there. Yeah, it's off of his latest album uh, called Real Person. And it's very insightful. It's bank also- robber by Collaborate. Check him yeah. out this week. At, especially Reno. here in Reno. Yeah. We're gonna From try- the East Bay. Yeah, we're going to try to hit him up, see if uh, he'll stop by. We'll see. Hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, side note, uh, England, <laughs> we discovered, uh, is, is like driving from Reno to Vegas twice. Twice, yeah. To not, dri- drive yeah, all around England, not that big. Yeah, yeah. eight hundred, eight hundred or so miles. Mm-hmm. You know, rough estimate. And that's long ways. That's a quick Google search, mm-hmm. comparing that to the Vegas run. So yeah, if uh, we had an interesting conversation about <laughs> driving, I couldn't let it go. Break. I couldn't let it go. Yeah. Well, I hope you. That's guys why you're stat man. That's yeah. why you're stat man. Mm-hmm. Wanted wanted to know their perspective, and it's uh, you can get anywhere in a day. <laughs> in a day, pretty much. Yeah. Rather than just to Vegas. In um, a ten-hour marathon, and, and just in case people didn't notice, we're, we're getting lost in the sauce here. What is this that <laughs> what, you guys are sipping what? on right now? What is this? What's this uh, drink called? Aperol Spritzer. Aperol Spritzer, huh? Pew pew, Jean's lost. Indeed, it's uh, what they do in uh, Italy, I guess, instead of mimosas. Well, that's what uh, Jake from State Farm says. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, little bit of flair I got from my brother. I guess the game is changing. Where tell, they don't tell the people the ingredients here. What, how do you make this drink? It's uh, aperol, which is mm. give me that bottle. Aperol is a liqueur. It's a red. it's a lovely red liqueur. Uh, wow, product of Italy. So yeah. yeah, and then they mix it with a little bit of secco. We got peach peach secco right now. And then and top it off with some soda water or sparkling a, water make and. A little bubbly. Yep, it replaces your orange juice and champagne with something a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. Really I'm good. Definitely a fan of it. I needed That's a Sunday. Our drink of the week, people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your Sunday sipper. Yeah, I want to see if they'll make me one at Public House soon. 
Well, uh, yeah, you get, they might have to get some of those ingredients. But next up is our movie of the week, Caesar. Dude, I saw a bad time at El Royale. Oh, look at your eyes! You're all lit up right Dude, now. Dude, it was it was good because Thor was in it, and Thor was <laughs> Thor was a little creepy, and you usually don't see him creepy, so it was it was good to see that. And uh, it just like follows these people's stories and how they got there, and just some crazy ass situations going down. Just shady as fuck. Nice. Yeah. So no spoilers. No spoilers because you guys got to see it. What would you? Uh, what, is it getting a tip of the fitted? Tip of the fitted for sure because it's like it's a different story, and that you usually see, and it's good to see something a little more original lately since we're just full of uh, comic book movies and just like movies just getting redone. Yeah, and so redone. This is an original story. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the guy who wrote it also directed it, so it's good to see that because then you see that guy's vision through and through through the writing, and then through it visually you know what's funny is that uh as he's saying this he's got his drink in one hand and then he's like <laughs> waving with the bottle with twirling, the bottle <laughs> twirling the seco yeah in his other hand yeah i like to take over the room so you heard it here first well maybe not first but go see bad times at the el royale yeah and the ladies will like it because thor usually has his shirt off so who else is in that movie uh the dude from the big lebowski um, what's his name? I always forget. Oh, damn. Yeah. The guy from The Big Lebowski? The no. dude. It's the tip of my tongue right now. But. Yeah. He's also the dude in Tron, like the original one and mm-hmm. the new one. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff There Bridges. it is. Yeah. Faster than the internet. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so him, um, and then like a bunch of, uh, like John Hamm is there. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he's like a FBI agent or something like that. I don't know what he is, but- and uh, a couple other, it was like, I don't know, off the top of my head. But they all did really well. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, check it out, I guess. Yeah, you should. I want to see that. i got to see Venom first, though. Venom is good. I did see that one as well. <laughs> did you like that, too? I liked it, too, yeah. And there was some weird stuff. Tom Hardy. No, you can't oh, yeah. go wrong. Yeah. What's his rap name? I forgot. <laughs> Hard Body. I don't know. <laughs> but we did play him, though. Tom Boy or something? Tom, Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy? Something like... I don't know, but he he raps and he got the bars. That Marky Mark route. Yeah, he's 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 the British Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's also Venom, <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> but he got bars though. I couldn't I couldn't believe him when we played him. I was like Sean, he he raps. Yeah, he's got bars. And if he you guys ra- don't and, believe us. Google or yeah. not Google YouTube Tom Hardy rapping, and mm-hmm. he's got like production out there. Yeah, from the UK. And it was like a long time ago too, so it's, it's like funny. the late nineties, early two thousands. His first shirtless, tape. just I'm telling you, Marky Mark. Yeah. He, he was going for it. <laughs> Ten years later, uh, uh, next up is sports. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> last week, UFC, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Conor McGregor and uh, Khabib mm-hmm. fought, taking the L. He got political, and he and got personal. his ass beat mm-hmm. by Khabib. Khabib, who's from Chechnya or around Chechnya. Was definitely Muslim from a Russian citizen, but is Muslim. Mm-hmm. And Conor McGregor, as usual, like with his racist tactics to, you know, talking shit, chop mm-hmm. up the fight, and mm-hmm. then was making fun of his religion. And this dude went and beat the shit out of him. Submit, got him to knocked out by submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, then jumped over the octagon fence into the crowd and mm-hmm. went after his jujitsu trainer. Yeah. And jumped, like, drop kicked that dude. And then his the flying eagle, his yeah. squad. Jumped in the ring and started attacking Conor McGregor. Yeah. 
Because, like, you're talking about, like, someone's religion, you know? And, like, it's... People who are very religious. Yeah. You're talking about their religion and their, you know, race and getting into stereo. He took it very seriously, obviously. He took it very personally. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got his retribution. Um, Yeah, he might not... There's a wild scene in Las Las Vegas. He might not fight for... uh, yeah, he might be suspended UFC. for a while. Yeah. Or dropped. And then 50, he said he'd give him like $2 million to fight in Bellator or something like that. So a lot of shit going down. He'll and then, be all right. Putin will. Putin will Jake's, yeah, Jake sent that video mm. to us of uh, him meeting with Putin this uh, this week. <laughs> and Putin congratulating him and basically like telling him like he handled things the way you had to in the right way. Like, yeah. And it's good, too, because like uh, we don't, you know, usually the last famous Russian I remember was Fedor. And he's fighting too Ooh. pretty soon. Yeah. And he like he's just and he does and like Fedor doesn't even look like he's like he's just a big dude. He looks like a like a fucking Russian bear. I think I think he's retired, but I'll I'll have to Google that. But yeah, that no, whole, I think he's he's fighting again. I think I don't know. But that whole situation reminded me of when you see the bulls like jump out of the ring. Oh or, yeah, or the bullfighter. See, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or when you see like the animals escape the cage, and <laughs> it's just like all of a sudden the whole crowd starts moving, and then when he came flying in with that front kick, it was just chaos. And then I mean, Connor hit his brother or whoever his trainer was, punched him in the face while they were on top of the cage. That's when those two guys squared off, and Connor gave him another left, and then Red Shirt came one foot up over the fence and. Start hitting him from behind. So there was there was a lot of deep diving and, and deep analysis on, on what happened. <laughs> Just on the brawl after what the was, that the brawl was really really what what that whole thing was about. I mean that was that was political. That was everything. That's why that's why he's now speaking to Putin. That's why Dana White is pretty much radio silent. He's like Nevada will handle it. Put it on the athletic commission because because he's got to love it because mm-hmm. it's, it's so everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Hey. You, he, he's making money. He's, he's fine. making a lot, a lot. He has to, he has to politically money. put on that front out in front where he's like concerned and this or that. But I mean, this is theater here, and he's he's probably it. sitting on the toilet on the phone and just watching the bank account go up. <laughs> yeah, on the toilet. On, on the, the phone. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Watching uh, <laughs> UFC trending. <laughs> but uh, so that yeah, it's not like we normally talk about the UFC, but yeah. like that shit was wild. Well. Mm-hmm. And really, you had two international fighters in the United States fighting, so it was yeah. like, yeah, I, Russia, I don't, I don't and, know if we're uh, neutral Ireland. territory for the for those type of disputes, but well, we're inviting a lot. Plenty of racists here that enjoyed Conor McGregor. Like Conor McGregor's at the Cowboy game today. Like, oh yeah, like He's hyping up the no Cowboys, arm. and then everyone's like doing touchdown moves like Conor McGregor, the rubber arms. Mm-hmm. He can't throw though. Man, I saw some the World Star shout out. They uh, have mm-hmm. a, <laughs> a video of him trying to throw a football. Oh, well, not everyone's good at everything, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just look funny? Look weird? Did he throw like a girl? Did he play ball like a girl? No, I, w- I won't. I won't say that. It was just a terrible looking throw. <laughs> it was just no. Nope, well, looked like he ducked it. <laughs> uh, also, this week mm-hmm. the NBA season starts. NBA, we got uh, you know Does, LeBron in LA. I'm an Nate Diaz mm-hmm. fan. I just want to clear that up. You're <laughs> what? Nate Diaz. Coming up late. I'm a Nate Diaz fan. <laughs> just so, <laughs> so my all my Connor judgment. Is Shout biased. out to the 209 <laughs> Central Valley, California. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> yeah, uh, NBA season. So NBA is back, and uh, Warriors gonna win it all again, haters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And now that LeBron's uh, on the West, the East is going to look 
not that good. Nah, the Celtics and Philly will be yeah, yeah, holding yeah. down in the East. But, uh, mm-hmm. All the spotlight's going to be out west. LeBron James and the Lakers, you know, the Warriors, you got the Rockets back up there. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of crazy trades. It's, I can't wait. Good. Can't wait. Can't wait. Love yeah. it. Holler at me if you want to do some uh, NBA uh, fantasy. I've never, I haven't done it. I've only done it like once or twice and trying to get the, the league together. So if you're hmm. listening. How, how does that work differently? Uh, it's the same thing. It's just like it's stats. So it's like three pointers made, you know, blocks, assists, rebounds, stuff like that. Like it's more like baseball than football. If you get LeBron, do you like automatically win? I don't know. That's the thing. I, or, at I least, did it, like, or at least go to the championship. I've done it like one time and I didn't really pay attention to it because I didn't kind of understand it going in, didn't research it. But it's just like it, I was looking at it more like football, but it's more like baseball. Uh, okay. So – so, so like you could even pick a guy that's on a shitty team, but he's gonna get all the stats, all the yeah. Like so, like you you know like you might want to draft someone who makes lots of three pointers, so like that stats up. Westbrook. If you're losing, yeah, like it's like you know baseball where you like might be down in one stat to so have someone that's really good at another stat, and you don't need it, so like trade it that way, or that's how you pick up people. Hmm. Which I before I was just looking at football like overall like points like who's yeah. So, anyways, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was the cu- meta was, of fantasy basketball. I was very curious. Knowledge. And then, uh, oh yeah, we were talking about the NFL. And then uh, NFL cheerleaders pretty much getting whored out. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a big story. It was in it's Vanity Fair's doing an expose on it now. Like, I think the Redskins, the one I heard about, but the, they were even they only make like two fifty a game or something, and then they'd be required to like go to events like private events with like season ticket holders season ticket holders or like high, like people who knew the owner like escorting them basically to events they'd have to take like topless photos or like yeah. pe- like people could go watch their photo shoots and shit like just weird ass shit so and then someone i forgot the details someone got sexual assaulted or something and it's just blowing up and Teams are gonna are looking to get rid of their cheerleading squads now. These, these oh, same dang. owners that are now being ex- like exposed for sexual harassment and for all this other stuff, like Sterling and everybody else, and yeah, we should have been questioning cheerleaders the whole time. I mean, there's yeah, like I read an article. There's some teams that have never had cheerleading squads, or that got rid of them a long time ago. Some of them have gotten rid of them, like sooner but it's just uh, it was on one of those uh what's his name that paul ruins everything (laughs) yeah then some some of them like the dallas cowboys they their cheerleading squad has a tv show yeah i don't know if it's still on but then no they they had one i think it was even on the country music television station like how's that shit okay which makes sense like how's that okay (laughs) for like to be on tv yeah yeah People were watching it on, for obvious reasons, right? The whole yeah. the whole sports professional sports industry is kind of being exposed as a really grimy, dark industry in general. Between how they treat the players, between their political viewpoints, between now how they treat women, how they exploit like they exploit municipalities everyone. to to and taxpayers to get privately these guys who would never believe in social welfare love corporate welfare where. These fucking cities have to subsidize private businesses. They want to use tax money for their business. Yes, and it's in, like to it's build stadiums, ridiculous to stuff like that. Yeah, that's why the Raiders are moving and thirsty ass, stupid fucking Nevadans in Las Vegas 
welcomed them when Oakland was like, no, we're not paying for your stadium. So Okay, it, we'll pay for it. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, the, so the whole idea of professional sports in general kind of is just a fucking turnoff right now. It's just... Like at what? What are you rooting for now? Other than I'm rooting for the Golden State Warriors to win the 2018-2019 NBA championship. Steph looks happy. because so yeah. the, the NBA. I mean, the NBA. NBA is better than the other sports leagues. I feel like just in social consciousness and the way they do business, uh, they're just more forward thinking than mm-hmm. the other leagues. Who do you right. attribute that to? Who? I mean, I'm thinking back of all the big money well, makers just that a, have come out of the NBA. The NBA is just overwhelmingly. Black. That's why. I mean, you can't have. It's just. Not but even like out. the entrepreneurship that's come out of there, Jordan, Magic, these guys—they're the most the empowered athletes. Because mm-hmm. Magic, they have like, guaranteed. Yeah. NFL players don't have guaranteed contracts. NBA I was players just thinking do. Of their business savvy. It's because they're the most empowered. They have the most stardom because the league markets the stars rather than the teams, so they have the backing from the league. They're going to be more well known because there's only five of them. They don't wear masks. Uh, they the NBA celebrates like celebrations and their personalities, whereas like baseball and football, like tamp, like if you have a personality, you're seen as like out of line. The players rule the league, like they you know, NFL coaches are fucking super powerful. NFL GMs, but unless you're Greg Popovich, who's known for getting along with his players, like the NBA is run by the players. That's why. Fair yeah, enough. the players they union, have the power. Players union very strong. Learn, learn from them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they need. Like, you don't see NBA players holding out. You know, like, you don't see NBA players. Not a single NBA player is, refu- is kneeled, you know, because they believe that their league is doing everything it can to help their causes and it's like stands behind them. So they're not going to – they don't They don't protest that way. They do it, you know, other ways. Yeah. No, yeah, thinking about it, even when there was the shirt controversy and everything, LeBron was pretty much like, don't tell me what to do. And the league was like, yep, you're right, sir. Yeah. Would Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers ever do that? No. Mm, definitely not, no. You don't get put up on their pe- your pedestal in the NFL or baseball unless you're like that apolitical, bland spokesman that everyone, including like conservative white people, can uh, can get behind. That's why. There's the difference. Mm. What, Jake? You're not in your head. What? No, I, I agree. I'm just... What about like a Cam Newton? To me, he seems like he would. Cam be Newton, a- people. Cam Newton got in trouble for doing a dance by like a grandmother wrote a letter into her. No, no, and that no, no. To no. him a story for him dancing after scoring a touchdown. Completely inappropriate and all that. I'm just thinking, pivoting business savvy wise. I'm thinking of all these guys that are pivoting in the NBA while they're still playing. They're pivoting into businesses. They're pivoting into like LeBron in the school. I mean, that is, just they can do that. Huge. When NFL players try doing that, they're not working on their craft. They're distractions. They're not committed to football. So they're cut. So or they, they, if they get hurt or anything happens or they're not as good, like, Oh, he's not focusing on football. He's focusing on other things. And that's why like a lot of football players get, don't do stuff while they're bang. playing. And yeah. they do a lot of stuff after they're done. People um, criticize like them for going on sports shows or, Anything that's not football related. Yep, I like Marshawn Lynch. How he just goes, it shows up wherever he wants, does whatever. Does his thing. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we've yeah. talked about this long enough. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we on racism? Oh, this week in uh-huh. racism. Mm-hmm. This one's a good one. Wow, like I saw this, just made me want to punch someone in the face. So this week mm-hmm. in racism, uh, was this in New York? Yeah, it was in a, at a Brooklyn bodega. Uh, a white woman was in line at, at a store. 
and a nine-year-old black boy was there with his mom, walked by her, and she turned around and started yelling about how he had grabbed her ass. And groped her. And groped her and sexually assaulted her and called the, said she was calling the police mm-hmm. and made them stop, screaming about how this nine-year-old boy had sexually assaulted her. Then, turns out, they saw a video as he walked by his ba- backpack brushed her. They showed her the video, and she's like, eventually she fucking apologized. But like, yeah, she's it like, was only like later on when the news heard about it, like the next day, then they went back and uh, interviewed her about it. And it was like, it was just like, if you haven't been to like a New York bodega, it's crammed in there, you know? And like, you always like, you know, get, give your back to them. So it's like, oh, you know, it's like you don't do any inappropriate touching. And the kid knows. And it was the backpack, and everyone saw the security tape. And they're like his hands were clearly in front, and it was the backpack. And then like, she, and the kid was crying, like bawling to his mom, mm-hmm. like nine years old. Psychotic Patty permit whatever situation again, yeah, where like overreacting, mm-hmm. but involving children. I mean, come on, like this. That just this shows you how racist child. it is. It's she doesn't disgusting. see him as a child; she sees him as a black child. Not even a child, just a black person. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, Psychotic. and like she hasn't ever got grazed like at the bodega. Like I said, it's crammed in there. So not only that, but the reaction is to call the, the cops police on a nine-year-old. Uh, what what assault? Like what what is the problem here? Why are we wasting time and money? Even well, that was the thing. She lied. She didn't shit. call the police. She just said she was. Either way, the, to use that as a threat, you again, you cannot be weaponizing. The cops, like civilians, should not be weaponizing the mm-hmm. cops like that. It's fucked up, and that's what white people do, bro. Yeah, you're right. It's like because the, they see the administration, because they know the cops are on their side. Mm-hmm. That that just shows you the bias. Like they always, they know the cops are automatically going to assume that they are that they are given the benefit of the doubt. And if you're not white, you're never given the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's like guilty till proven innocent. Yep. Which is like this shit went on before. They just have cameras to prove it. So then who knows like shit that went down because of that. They got away with it. But uh, yeah, that was this week in racism. A big uh, fuck you from up in the mix. <laughs> that lady. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Like we were oh, a backpack. Oh, give me a break. But whatever. Digressing. Yeah. Uh, what's up next? We got a word of the week, right? Word of the week. Jake, Jake, this is yours. Guppy, this week's word of the week for Into the Mix is dusty. Mm-hmm. Want to get dusty? Mm-hmm. Or you're being very dusty. All right, definition. <laughs> I want to I wanna look up the official. But I mean, uh, it's not... Uh, just start... To scri- just it's not dirty. Describe it colloquially. <laughs> You're not moist. <laughs> You're dusty. Uh, o- o- opposite of moist? Opposite of moist. All right. It is an antonym to moist. <laughs> Synonym to dry. Jake, you're taking a long time, man. Uh, I'm Edit this out. Uh, no, there's no editing. <laughs> Nothing but raw hot takes. Request denied. Shot it down. Mania. So something dusty can be like terrible. <clears throat> Dressed can, poorly, unattractive, mm-hmm. bad. It can be used to describe a person. It can be used to describe a situation. Like, oh, this shit's getting dusty. It's time to dip. Um, mm-hmm. 
what are some other ways it can be used? It can be used to describe uh, things can be dusty. Mm-hmm, like old things. Go home and shave, you're too dusty. Yeah. Go take a shower, you're too dusty. Or, you know, it's not been used in a while. A <laughs> Can't dusty. believe you showed up looking so dusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was the word of the week. That dude is dusty. Don't trust him. <laughs> Feel bad for it's all the definitely a negative, yeah, used as out. a negative adjective. We can say that. Feel bad for all the dusties out there. And even, even before, I was thinking it could even be a slang for fighting or like, Rolling around because it's like that's be more of a dust, dust up. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is like the second time we've delved deep into grammar here on Up in the Mix today. Mm-hmm. You, you got geography lessons and grammar lessons this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, uh, I think it is time for uh, my song of the week. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Uh, so, my song of the week is actually a PSA. You should listen to it. <laughs> I played the back village to bring us in. Mm. So uh, we've got a little informational. Uh, midterm elections are coming up. And uh, we've got some uh, people who'd like to say something to you. So uh, listen and, and do what you attention. do what you do what you got to do. Follow your, follow your heart. Follow your hearts. <laughs> pew, pew. Dear young people. Don't vote. Don't vote. Everything's fine the way it is. Trump. That was us. He's our guy. Tax cuts for the rich. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm rich as fuck. Climate change? That's a you problem. I'll be dead soon. Sure, school shootings are sad. But I haven't been in a school for 50 years. I can't keep track of which lives matter. Sure you don't like it. So, you'll like some meme on Instagram. If the weather is nice, maybe you could go to one of those little marches. You might even share this video on Facebook. But you won't vote. You young people never do. But I do. I do. I do. Midterms, primaries. Every single election. We'll be there, but you won't. Because we're a generation of doers. Not whiners. And we're doing great. All right, so that was the scariest satirical (laughs) PSA I've ever heard. Um, More truth than exaggeration. Mm -hmm. So that was... Turn the microphone towards your mouth. Yeah. There you go. Rookie. <laughs> there you go. Way better. But uh, yeah, that PSA uh, went viral this like, last couple of weeks. You're trying to get people to vote because, you know, old people don't give a shit about these things. That mm-hmm. young people, there's a huge divide in voting, you know. Yeah, because like what the majority is like, or like uh, the millennials are now the largest generation alive. Mm-hmm. And they're not voting. And if they did vote. Like as the same numbers as people as the baby boomers did, mm-hmm. things would be very different. Yeah, because it's like a, a big chunk. It's like fifty and older, right? Of the percentage of voters. So, mm-hmm. yeah, vote. That's it. I think like the people that are like sixty and over that are fifty and over that vote is like way that percentage is way higher than the their proportional percentage of the population that's eligible to vote. And they don't read. They just vote party lines like they always have, like they've been trained and groomed over the years. So they don't – It's it's that's that's exactly what that ad said to me is we don't give a shit. So we're going to vote how we're going to vote. doesn't even matter what the other side's saying or what, what good it can do for civilization as long as it doesn't affect me. So that's, Yeah, and you guys, they're on the way out anyways. <laughs> we we got to take them out. Yeah. 
Because they're still in power. The only people mm-hmm. I say don't die slow, die, die a little quicker. Yeah. They don't have to die. You oh. just got to vote. Well, everybody's got to yeah. die. They don't they got to <laughs> die soon. Just, everybody. You know, more of us need to vote. Mm. Yeah, next up, uh, Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah, some pop culture. Wu-Tang is going to have a TV show on Hulu. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, and it's like produced by RZA, Method Man. Um, I think the rest, like a bunch of the Wu-Tang is... Uh, supervising consultants as well like they're all in it they all got their their like how funny is a reality tv show around wu-tang gonna be it's a it's like gonna be it's i don't know if it's a reality it's based in the early 90s like oh it's about them yeah it's about them and completely different but still interesting yeah and it's gonna be in the early 90s like the height of the dope game um you know probably like crack in new york and it's gonna be about them and like how they came up and everything like that so it's about them. It's going to be on Hulu. Shout out to Hulu. Making moves right there. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good because like, there's like awesome stories. See, I thought it was going to be like them following them around making a reality TV show about like just their day-to-day lives. No. Like, like uh, a Jizza going to meet with like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like talking <laughs> out in Hollywood making movies and shit. Raekwon buying sneakers. <laughs> oh, I fucks with that too. I was going to say, that sounds, that sounds legit. Hey, that's my idea. Yeah, I was like, guys. that can't fail. <laughs> yeah. They're too entertaining. Yeah. But there's like, because there's crazy stories like um, Method Man's life got saved because I think RZA made him he's like hey you need to stop doing this uh selling the dope and let's do music let's start recording and like one of the sessions rizza really made him like no we got to do this now and he went to the studio and instead of going to the dope man's house and the dope man's place got shot up damn that's how music saved his life so it's like a, you know, like it's gonna be like a, the Get Down or these other shows that have come out about hip hop. Kind of, yeah. If it's gonna, because RZA has two books on the Wu Tang, so like the Wu Tang manual, manual, which we've all then, read, uh, yeah, and the Tao, <laughs> the Tao of the Wu, and then so I think those are gonna be like the first couple episodes, and then just like slowly talking about the early '90s and how they developed. Nice, mm-hmm. can't wait. Yes, it's, and other things like we can't wait for are. The Cortez Nike slippers. So those of you who know me know, the Cortezes have been my go-to shoe. Just I've always worn them. They're comfortable. I like them. They're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Come on, all you can customize them as Jake just found out <laughs> just on Nike AD. Um, but uh, yeah, the the new Kendrick Lamar's yeah, the are slip-on are... ones, and they look so cool. They look comfy too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. look so snug. I just want to put them on and walk around in them but it's gonna be hard to find mm-hmm. this limited edition in my size well especially here in reno so yeah. i'm gonna try to holler. Have to scour the, the internet sorry yeah. <laughs> holler at rob yeah i'm gonna try to holler at rob and try to get some but kind of like short on funds and i got a little hood rich in london <laughs> did you get any sneakers out there no every time i'm out there i try to look for like like uk exclusives or something you know and like when i find some i really wasn't feeling them so and it's usually just colorways anyway so but yeah, like I went to Pada. Uh, for those who know, Pada is like a, a shoe store, like a boutique from uh, the Netherlands. So from uh, Amsterdam. And they only have sh- uh, stores like a couple of places, right? Like London, yeah. Paris, and it's Amsterdam. Like, yeah, London, Paris, Amsterdam, and that's it. And those guys were awesome. Like I went in there, and like they obviously noticed my American accent, and we talked for a while. And like he recommended some food spot. They recommended food spots and like what bars to go to. So they were awesome. Getting getting some of the local guidance. Yeah, because that's, that's what I like. 
It's the best way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Experience it like a local. Yeah, so salute to Pada out there in London. What's up? Or our fuckboy of the week this week. Mm, this guy. <laughs> or these guys. <laughs> so this uh, couple, like, was it two or three guys were in a mm-hmm. Uber, Uber in New York, and uh, somehow the, the driver like couldn't play or didn't play the music they wanted him to. And he went on this huge rant saying he was... Uh, the passenger apparently was gay, saying he was being racist towards gay people and uh, calling him like a nigger and everything because he wouldn't like on the phone and like they get the driver just start like pulled over, asked him to get out and start recording it. So he just he didn't say anything really. He just kept his cool for the most part and recorded this dude going on this ridiculous tirade and then posted it on the Internet and it went viral. And then someone identified the guy and he was fired from his job. Mm, nice. Good move on that part. There's cameras everywhere. People are recording everything. Mm-hmm. Behave, people. Even when actually, no, don't behave. I love this. This is fucking. This is what needs to happen. Well, need yeah, to get people put on need. Blast. To, people need to be accountable for their actions, one hundred percent. But it's like, how how do you think this is appropriate? How do you think this is going to turn out? We all know how this ends. They don't though. That that's what comes with it. Like that's part of it. It's like. They're so fucking belligerent. Right. They think mm. there's no consequences for their actions. And they're just like in the moment, super angry and upset and racist and whatnot. And that's what comes out. Mm. As true colors. saw this today, yeah, I should have. Uh, I don't know why I'm arguing the other side. I, just... <laughs> that's, I feel yeah. like that's just what you do now. Yeah. That's, your, that's what I, you do. Yeah. I You're guess. the devil's advocate. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I am the white devil. He likes so. the, You're the one. <laughs> likes the, the white devil. Yeah. You're the one that's gonna. You yeah. know, you're the one that's gonna be arguing against Skynet as it's taken over. Speaking of Skynet, that just spray Boston, it with water. Yeah, that Boston Dynamics robot scaring the fuck out of me, dude. Like they're teaching it this robot how to do some very athletic things. I saw one. I saw one that could like go like on a circus fucking swing, like the the trapeze, the trapeze yeah. up in the air, like the, dude. Like you're teaching robots how to trapeze now. This is how you get Terminators. What the fuck? Yeah, like the one I saw, he's fucking jumping over a log and like hopping on boxes, one footed, very like eloquently, and it was <laughs> or <laughs> exotic, <laughs> exotically. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> jumping around, and I'm like, fucking Skynet is almost here. They, I'm worried. I saw the one putting up drywall, and they're like, "We're gonna be able to replace all construction workers soon." And it's yeah, my people are gonna be fucked. Yeah. Gonna say, like the people who are gonna have the most discrimination in, in, after 2050 are gonna be robots. Because be like not robots, robots are gonna be I robot. <laughs> the we'll robots say. are gonna be all the hip hop artists like <laughs> down from the cops. All right, two hours ago, <laughs> two hours ago, I sat there uh, possessed and I said something about Skynet, and now it's all coming full circle. Yeah. So. Skynet's a real thing. We Skynet, we're about you. Save us. Yes. Uh. <laughs> T shirts coming soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh but it's, uh, it's gonna be rough in the streets with Skynet. But uh, anyways, yeah. So Skynet's out there. Stop being racist in public when people record you. <laughs> like when someone starts recording. recording you, maybe you should chill the fuck out and try and be a decent, empathetic human being instead of being an asshole. Maybe you wouldn't lose your job. Yeah. I have no sympathy. Expose everyone, though. Expose them. Yeah. yeah. And all you have to do is, like, respect another human being. Like, when you're out in the, anywhere, just respect another human being. Stay cool. And we're, we will be fine. Stay cool and record them. And then post that shit on social Don't media. Don't oppress others. Yeah. 
You need to have two dash cams, one pointed out just in case someone hits you, and one pointed inward when there's other people in the car. Oh, God, I hate those. <laughs> Multiple angles, son. Snitch on yourself with that internal one. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you only hit record when there's other people in the car. Two so steps, two I steps got, I got Moving, Pivoting towards uh, local to Reno <laughs> stuff. Um, midterm elections are coming up. We have a mayoral election going on. And this dude, Eddie Lorton, oh, this guy running against uh, our, our our lady, Ms. Sheev. Ms. this Our lady, he says. <laughs> yeah. That's, Fair that's my mayor. Fan. All right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Eddie Lorton, this guy, this fucking douchebag. I've seen he's like gotten arguments with people I know on Facebook, like talking shit about them. Really? Yeah, like it's, it's salutes to you, Eric Shapiro, holding it down for the arts community. But yeah, yeah taking shots from this guy. Supposedly they're supposed to have a debate this week or something. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Uh, it's not looking hot. Uh, Thirteen hours ago, we probably won't see a Reno mayoral debate. Here's why: I've just clicked on it now. Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't need to see a debate. I already know who I'm voting for. I feel like we it's safe to say up a mix officially supports Mayor Sheevy in her re- re-election. Um, if you want uh, some more support, come on the podcast, please. <laughs> but uh, we got our flyers this week. You know, they have all the local ballot questions. So if you are a registered voter, you need to check that out mm-hmm. and become informed on your decisions before you vote. There's several ballot initiatives, but we will have a special episode on uh, on the elections in a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll go deeper into that then. Doing our reading now. Yes, yeah. on the toilet. Doing wanna, our research. Want to come with facts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, local events. Uh, next, we got a lot of shit coming up this week. So uh, this Friday at 6 p.m., uh, I will be doing shows part of me in Orlando from 7 Out with Apprentice and a touring poet and uh, hip-hop artist, Jonathan Brown. That's going to be at West Street Market. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have our one. show. Mm-hmm. Our Season two kickoff party will be at Public House, and we will have the infamous DJ Ethic DJing for us. Yeah, Ethic's awesome. So that will be next Saturday from three to seven. Come by, check us out. We will be interviewing some past guests. If you want to be interviewed on the show, come by and holler at us. We'll be recording interviews there. If you want to get lost in the sauce with us, you're more than welcome to. Because both of those things will be going down. (laughs) Yes, some parties you get character. Caricatures. I can't even say that word. But this party, you get to your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody so gets to do take it yourself. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, come be a part of as we uh, celebrate season two of Up in the Mix. It's going to be Up in the Mix year. Fire. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on after that, you can go check out uh, Holland's annual Halloween show. They get a bunch of oh, different yes. bands to do covers of uh, different famous artists. So that's uh, next Saturday night, I think, at 8 p.m. at Holland. And then. Past guests, the leak will be in Reno. They will be at uh, what is it? Pepper Mill. Pepper Mill, uh, for three days. What uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, they're doing a free show each night. Yes, at like the terrace or whatever. I think in there. Yeah, Look, they're and building steam. They have bigger venue every time they come to town. So. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. out there and see them yeah, while last you can, time they people. Were, they, last time they were at the Saint. Uh, the time before that, they were at Picnic, yeah. so they're definitely moving on up in the world. So uh, salutes to Rasar and those guys. All the dude, they're so you got to follow them on the internet too. Um, some of them make like they do like a beat every week. Or beat it, yeah, beat challenge. The beat challenge, and like they travel and like it's good. Follow them all. They're all yeah. the, they're the we homies. interviewed them last year. I can't mm-hmm. remember the episode, but last mm-hmm. January when they were up in Truckee, we sat down to interview them. So you can check out that episode if mm-hmm. you want to learn 
more about them or their music. Yeah, the Batman song's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this lady was like, is he saying black man or Batman? I was like, it's it's Batman, relax. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was definitely Trekkie because they did a cover of Kendrick and only Sean and I were singing the song. <laughs> Kevin did, Ken didn't even know. He's he like, know. He's like, this is a great song. I was like, yeah, it's fucking Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, get the up in the mix stamp. Yeah, watch your band take off. So come do the show. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna holler at them, see if they'll come down for. They got some time to kick it with us. Mm-hmm. At least have a couple drinks. Yeah, and relax. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how there's anything else we need to talk about with the radio show? Every 45th episode will be uh, this this Friday. Yeah. Or next uh, Friday. So From 9 to 11 on KWNK Radio. 97.7. At, at or www.kwinkradio.org. Getting a lot of Kanye requests? We actually played some. <laughs> no, we played some this week. We played old Kanye this yeah. week. <laughs> and the Kanye that was uh, filmed here in Reno. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know what song that is. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, also, you know, check out uh, Spoken Views Reno. Shout out to Ian. They got uh, their open mic is next Wednesday, October 17th. Uh, they'll have a poetry slam and open mic, so come check that out as well. That's always free if you perform or judge. Mm-hmm. You can go judge a, a poetry slam, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't think, is that anything else we need to mention? I don't know. Maybe figure out a tagline. A tagline for this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were some good moments. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> wow, how are you going to put that into words? P-E-W. P-E-W, P-E-W. Okay. Thrice. <laughs> put the, don't put, don't put, pew, 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 we're back. Don't forget to put the water gun. <laughs> water gun emoji. Uh, <sighs> well, I guess that's it. This is uh, De La Photo, a.k.a. The Honey Badger, a.k.a. Wait. Before we do that, oh shit! Jake's got a song he's going to play us out on. So Jake, you want to tell Ooh. people about the song we're about to hear as we go out? Nipsey Hustle, grind it on my life, dude. How funny is that? New, new classic West Coast. Um, at work, I thought this guy looks exactly like Nipsey. <laughs> <laughs> even, even my my coworker, and I was like, "Hey, yo, look at Nipsey's in the building," and she's like, "Why?" We just both started cracking up. It was good. I don't know. So Nipsey Hustle, double ganger. Grinding all our lives because that's what we're doing here at Up in the Mix. Exactly. So once again, before I got rudely interrupted. It was politely. De La Photo. I'm out. Jake, thanks. This is Sean. Peace. Pew, 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 pew. pew. Well, there you have it, hip hoppers and mark ass busters, baby mamas and nine of fivers. This is another fine ass edition of Up in the Mix with Captain Kulo, the truth, and the token white guy. This is AKA Most Deaf, AKA El Negro, AKA Grumpy, AKA Jamal after 2.15 a.m. saying peace and hair grease. Make sure you follow at www.upinthemix.live and Della Photorino. That's D E L A F O T O R E N O. So until next time, stay black. All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, all my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right one thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes I don't know a nigga like myself 
I say self-made, meaning I design myself County jail fade, you can pull my foul yourself Spot ray, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself nah, Damn right, I like the life I built I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed Standing so tall, they think I might got stills Legendary baller like Mike, like Will 96 Impala, thug life on wheels Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel Successful street nigga touching them first meals All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle paid the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice That's why, all my life, I been grinding all my life Look, All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle paid the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice That's why, all my life, I been grinding all my life Look, I got everything I said I was gonna get On my kid, in addition to that fact I went legit I'm the shit now, according to the way that I'm positioned In this biz, it look like I'm just gonna keep on getting rich Ah! Know that West Side RSCs is us. LAPD on my dick, I'ma squeeze and bust. If a rap nigga diss, switch cheese and bust. All this rap money, nigga, look, I need too much. Money, loyalty, and love in the dream we trust. You'll be switching up the players on your team too much. Tiny Cobby, that's my low, Young Supreme, what's up? And we travel around the world getting cream or what? Ain't you get off on whoever hustles seem to brush? Las Vegas strip pop, yeah, you creamed them punks. After all that looking tough, all he seen was stumps. 50 Cent and Mayweather flee the scene with us. Chose story. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got the roll of dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life